You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad, hello. Mm, that was pleasant. That was so sing-songy. Well, yeah, Are you a singing. soprano? Are you a soprano? I'm, I'm an alto. I'm an alto. I, I will forever be a Disney villain. <laughs> I sing in the register of a Disney villain. I will never be a soprano. That's... I'll never be a princess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or maybe you could be like a, a contralto, which is a tenor range, but women that's the lowest a woman can sing. Yeah, but still but can't then, be a Disney But contraltos princess, can also like like hit those high like crazy high notes it's kind of like uh do you know what a counter tenor is no it's uh it's men that sing with just a really strong falsetto but they only sing like soprano like ranges right mm-hmm. so it's just so they can sing or you know like castrati do you know what castrati is this is turning into a music history lesson castrati this is perfect because this oh, is those the guys who were castrated yes they were boys that were uh. castrated so that they could keep their angel-like voices for the choir um something spooky that churches used to do is castrate boys <laughs> so that they could continue singing like <laughs> angels my the, question is, why is the Catholic, um, like, child abuse, like, a shocking to anyone when that happened? Like, that literally happened. <laughs> yeah, that's the true mystery. But the point is, um, <laughs> a lot of pieces written for castrati or for boy soloists, uh, countertenors will sing. But I say all of that to say they have really strong falsettos, right? So they can sing really high, but they're usually basses or baritones, like, naturally. Oh, interesting. So, so you could still have that Disney villain, but maybe work on that upper range and you could be a Disney princess. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm happy I, I learned a new word today because I have seen that word before, castrati, but I definitely always read it as castrati. Well, you're not you're not terribly far off. There's just castrati. A, there's it's just like... a musical component. Yeah. Castrati. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen um it's an Olsen Twins movie about castration. It's not, but it's an Olsen <laughs> Twins movie. <laughs> Straight to Redbox. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, it's called It Takes Two. And they it's a, it's a twin switcheroo movie. And the one girl is like from the streets of like Manhattan or something. And she's like an orphan or whatever. And she is supposed to play piano for these like really fancy people. And it's Chopin. And because of this movie and she's like next i will play for you a piece by and she looks at the music and she's like chopping and like this is like how i always say like, chopping so it's always fun to mispronounce fancy words how are you doing andrew <laughs> at this i haven't been better this has been a delightful exchange really anytime i can bring up castrati it's gonna be a, a time not necessarily a good time, maybe a crazy time, but a time. Has anybody ever made a horror movie about Castrati? We are. We're gonna write it. At, we're gonna so write it after we write our uh, spec script for the remake of Cherry Falls. Oh yeah, that. Working <laughs> on it. <laughs> How about you? How are you it's doing? In development. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Good. <laughs> Nothing new. It's just like it's a. 
as is the case with just the world now, I mean, it's shit. It's the same shit every day. I'm not like, I'm sadly not even sad about things anymore. Like I was talking to my mom today about, um, I'm supposed to be in a wedding next year and we're just like talking about it. And I was like, oh, this is the one you're going to cut your boobs off for. We'll go yes. into that later. Sorry. Yeah. Well, explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a joke, but like, um, I was telling her, like, for all we know, in the next six months, we're gonna be in prison camps. So, like, I, I'm not really planning anything beyond a month. That really. is that is quite in a logical head. outlook, and your logical your scenario in your head is like, oh, I don't want to plan anything out six months from now because I might be in a prison camp. I'm not saying that's outlandish. I want that on record. I'm not saying that's crazy for how the world is going, but it just it's still weird to hear it said out loud. It's we we're all thinking it. I think it's a, one of those things where I've I've also I've read enough books about dictatorships and all that shit that I'm like know the signs guys and I feel like we are in it and we're I feel like we're not scared enough myself included. Hence I can just say like I don't know in 6 months I might be in a camp. Don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have no good response to that. I was going to say, well, I'm blissfully amazing because I don't read. I'm kidding. I can't read. I can't, I can't read God, and I the I world's amazing. I wish I couldn't read. Like right now, I'm just like, yeah. Probably well, based on how you joke. pronounce castrati, it sounds like you can't read. <laughs> but where can, if you were to, you know, reading may not be your strong suit, but writing is, where could we see writings in like the character, like a 140 character limit? What's your wow. fucking Twitter? That was good. I know, that was, I know right? exactly what you're doing and I hated it. I hated every minute of it. Oh. My, <laughs> no, you loved it. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter at say underscore anything. That's where I tweet. Whole lot of nonsense. What about you, Andrew? Man, you can all if you if you want some more nonsense, I highly suggest following me on Andrew underscore on underscore drums. Seriously, so much nonsense. You follow both of us, that's twice the nonsense. You want three times the nonsense? Follow We Die First Pod on Twitter. We don't post that much, but when we do, boy howdy, it's nonsense <laughs> I think it's pronounced boyardee <laughs> I, I'm done uh, I'm dead sober y'all <laughs> shy uh, for you people that aren't super hip to grammar uh, she's dead comma sober it's a really weird sentence but she's trying to tell us that she is physically dead and sober. I just mm-hmm. wanted everybody to know this. You can't see yeah. her, but I can see her, and she looks lovely. Skin decomposing. Yes. Uh, I'm just kind of propped up <laughs> like um, an old Victorian like death photo. Like I'm oh. just like leaning. I'm leaning on my living little sister because that was a totally normal thing that white people liked to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just prop up our dead child with our other living kids and take a picture of them together. Like, we can tell this kid's dead because their eyes are, like, unfocused and weird. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, you could get away with it now and just be like, oh, there were so many cameras that she didn't know which one to look at. Speaking of cameras. <laughs> cameras, 
can record snuff films, which is what this movie is about. Oh, that was honestly decent. Yeah, what it was is- so good. I'm ready to just get off this podcast and sign off. Like, that's all you get this week. <laughs> well, what is Can't this? better than that. What is this cool movie about snuff films? <sighs> yeah, we love a snuff film. Um, uh, <laughs> snuff film positive. Uh, this movie is called Sinister. We're closing out Supernatural September. Guys, next month, I'm just going to go ahead and like claim it. Next month is October, and it's heavy hitters- Halloween, yeah. right? That's Heavy we, Hitters yeah. Halloween. That's good. Yeah. Fuck nice. it. That's the name. Heavy Hitters Halloween. We don't know which movies we're going to do, but I feel like next month is when we're just going to like, because we have five Fridays in October, which just makes my my little spooky little heart just sing, you know? And like, I'm going to say for you, just <laughs> singing. <laughs> yeah. Y- y'all are in for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just going to be five Fridays worth of Sonique singing about horror movies. Yes, I'll do a musical interpretation of each movie, starting with The Exorcist. It's, like, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> a, a, two, uh, whatever, two-act musical, who cares? But yes, we're going to do heavy hitters. Like We're going to like pull out fucking classics, I feel like, the ones that everyone loves, because it's fucking October, like, let's go for it, like, fuck these little, like, random-ass, random little cute movies, like, I want to watch, <laughs> I want to cover, like, Poltergeist, I want to cover The Omen, I want to cover, like, the shit that's like, whoa, like, that's horror, you know? <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, Barney's that's- Halloween Adventure. Those are scary. <laughs> Those are very frightening movies <laughs> for children. But anyway, yeah, no, we're closing out September, and this is Sinister. Um, it's uh, directed by Scott Derrickson, who apparently also directed um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, Deliver Us from Evil, and also Doctor Strange. Good for him. He's working. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it stars Ethan Hawke, Juliette Rylance. Fred Dalton Thompson. Oh, that's Fred Thompson. That's the guy who like, he's a politician and also actor. It's super random. He's like a Republican from Texas, I want to say, or Alabama. Is that a thing? Trying oh, to pull, he's dead. T- trying to pull a Reagan? Oh, he can't. Well, in, in that they're both dead Republicans. And yes, he effectively <laughs> pulled a Reagan. <laughs> he was a fan of trickle down horror. It wasn't super great. Yeah, it didn't work for anyone. Um, but yeah, so it starts those people, and basically it follows this dude, played by Ethan Hawk. Hawk. And he's Ellison Oswald, which is like a stupid name. And he is a true crime writer who moves his family to this, um, this house in order to, um, to investigate the disappearance of this little girl named Stephanie. And through that, uncovers some pretty sinister stuff so that is like that uh, that's the name of a true crime author if ever there was one it's like they sat in a writing room they're like we gotta fucking make up a name that just hits hard that he is an author of true crime i mean it is a good writer's name like it It is is like uh like if you're a writer you have if you don't if you're not already born with like a name that's just like that is a writer you have to come up with one so yeah it's yeah. a name what you uh this is your first view and what'd you think um i 
liked it. It was, it wasn't, um, like I didn't walk away like, whoa, that was like a great movie, but it was like decent. I think it's a very creative, um, a creative premise, I think, or at least a creative take on kind of like mysterious murders person investigates it and then uncovers really bad things. So I think it's a, an interesting take on it. Um, my only my only critique is I wish it hadn't gone for like, oh man, this is like a demon from some ancient. So this is a kind of I think it's like why why do all that? Just make it just some fucked up demon like ghost that just steals kids. Cause like it doesn't have to be this like ancient pagan like deity or whatever the fuck. I think that was kind of a little bit lame, but that was fine. Dope. How about you? Did you like it? Yeah, I mean, I think we're on the very same page. I didn't have a problem with the. I conversely liked um, the the tie-in that it was a like ancient pagan deity. Not so much that I liked it, so much that it was just trying. <laughs> it. I mean, hearing you say it, it seemed very also unnecessary to try and ground it in reality that way because it's just like oh yes there are pagan deities so i guess and like someone studied this occult symbol so i guess this is trying to ground it as more realistic but um because i was looking up and obviously like that this god doesn't exist this deity but people (laughs) would make ties to it in like other it's like oh that that could be like this deity's brother because they basically do the same thing across cultures which you know Mm -hmm. there's in like every culture there's child stealing demons in every mythology but um yeah i thought it was again i wasn't super wowed but i was like this is intriguing and like i'm not pissed that i watched it yeah, I definitely, I definitely didn't walk away feeling like I wasted my time. Like it was still, it definitely was entertaining. That that's for sure. I guess I just come from the perspective of like, I don't always need to have a backstory for my thing, my creepy thing. Sometimes I'm I'm okay with us just like, like I think similar to like the Babadook, where like it's just a monster, and it's just is like it doesn't have to tie in anything. It's just like this is just a monster that haunts you and steals your kids, and that's like. whatever but um yeah let's jump into it um so we start off okay the first scene is it's set strong so strong (laughs) (laughs) yes it is literally like a a scene like a like a super eight type of like video of this family of these four people being like hanged or hung or whatever from a tree yeah, like, like in, like <laughs> you see, like you kind of see this thing sawing at a branch, and they you and they're all like their heads are covered, so yeah. you just see these like anonymous family, and then as and it's in slow motion, so like as the tree branch, this big ass tree branch is falling, it's tied to all of their ropes, and they start slowly rising up, and you're just like, oh shit, and then it just says sinister at the bottom, and then it goes to present day and you're like fuck yeah it definitely is like quite the the opening because you're like whoa that's really disturbing 
Um, but we meet this true crime writer named Ellison Oswalt, and he's moving into this new home with his wife, Tracy, and his two kids, Trevor and Ashley. And the family doesn't seem very happy to be moving. The kids, of course, are, you know, kids and would like to probably stay with their friends or whatever. Wife is also kind of iffy about the move. And right off the bat, like we, I think they do a really good job of establishing who everyone is and what is going on without like, you know, kind of like a lot of shitty exposition. Because we right out the gate, we, these cops show up at the house and one of them is carrying like a book to get an autograph from him. And I'm like, okay, so like establish he's a famous author. Boom. We don't have to have a moment where he has to explain he's an author. It's like we get he's an author. But he has a contentious relationship with the police because he's a true crime author who has said not so great things about the police and I guess police work. Um, which like. Why would you talk ill of the police? Yeah, like, I don't get it. Like they're just like people don't understand like how hard that job is. And like, I don't know. Some would say that you could compare being a cop to like being a black person it's like i didn't ask for this life i just am in it and like everyone hates me because of it and i don't get it like i can't quit this job it's who i am it's my whole this identity is, and my personality. i wear it on my sleeve yeah you think yeah, i can like, take this badge off you think i can take off this uniform put on some slacks and like a puffy vest go to whole foods and then have <laughs> no one recognize me because i grocery shop in the next town over <laughs> I know it's like it's insane that like people just don't get you you think you think i can eventually retire from this job with a really cushy pension from my fucking union you think i could just do that are you fucking kidding me no i didn't know you think we- that you think I- that when i die that like the whole city is gonna like show up and give me a full like farewell and if i'm killed by someone who's not like I don't know, another police officer that that person will see, you know, be justice will be served immediately. You think that'll happen to me? Dude, <laughs> I know I, I know we're making we're making some hot commentary, but all I could yeah. think about was like what if black people got pensions for just being black? I guess I'd be reparations, but I'm just I like reparations. <laughs> 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 but uh. But One I do, I, I do like these cops because it's just like the the trope, right, of like the harbinger just being like, yo, what the fuck are you doing here? It's like, and like you said, it did more than just warn you of like their shit going on because mm-hmm. uh, like you said, just helping to explain through action that he's this famous author and whatever. But then this, they also point out the house, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because they're like, so So do the, I don't remember, do the police officers, because we find out that they've moved into the house where these murders happened, because we do get like a pretty, I guess the, the police I, officers I think don't they say bring, it. I think they must bring it up. I, I don't know why I'm not remembering this, but because you find out really quick. Yeah, well, I, because- I feel like, I feel like they imply it. But like it's implied. I think their beef is like, "Hey, you've you've moved to this town and you're stirring up shit," and they don't like that he's there. But then in that same scene is when we get the shot of the tree because the tree has like a broken branch, and now you're like, "Oh, he's they've moved into the house where these things have happened," which is just like, "What the fuck, man?" <laughs> I like also well because we get their you know they're moving shit into the house they're moving boxes and then tracy is like please tell me that you didn't move us 
three houses over from a crime scene, and he does the, I promise we are not three houses over from a crime scene. And you're like, ooh. Oh, this is as like grounds the, for divorce. Yeah, I'm like this is this is setting the tone of me going to be inexplicably. Oh, I will say though, this is the one movie I've watched in a while where I'm, I was audibly like, I was just like, damn, what the fuck are you doing? Just tell her. Same. <laughs> Same. Like, because as, as soon as that we see that tree, I said, oh hell no, like oh <laughs> bitch, no you no you did not with your family in this fucking house and like. It's a, it's also like so we know that he's written a very successful book called Kentucky Blood, but since then he hasn't had a, a successful book, and he's been moving his family around, like following these stories in order to like you know he's chasing the dragon quite literally, like he's always chasing the next true crime story. Um, I think this has a, actually kind of an interesting critique of the true crime genre. So I'm like I like true crime, but I've I've kind of dialed it back a little bit recently because I started to do the terrible thing of like questioning the ethics of the thing that I like. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> you have to think about this critically. But you think about it and it's like, you know, at what point do you go from trying to tell a story that needs to be told versus exploiting a story that exists? And right. it's very clear that for Ellison, his main objective is just to be famous again like we see i think a bit later he's watching an old interview of his yeah and they ask him like oh like what's more important like justice or like you know becoming famous and he says justice but you know he's lying he likes he likes that he's famous he likes that he is doing the interviews like he wants above all else to be that famous you know like fucking Anne rule type of like person that everyone knows you know well and like every time like he talks to the kids who don't want to be there and blah 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 his big thing is like all i gotta do is finish this book like this will be a hit and then like we can afford like that you know big house we were in before we can afford this like we won't have to do that and then also the whole time like this comes back several times like when he's um getting in an argument but um, I just like I wrote that he he talks about writing books like it's a drug, you know, he's like, I just need I need one more hit. I just need one more hit, you know, but then he yes. like and then his uh, his wife, Tracy, is just like, why don't you just like do anything else? And he gets all indignant, like, like what? Teach? Write medical textbooks? I'm like, yeah, bitch, people need to do those things. Yeah, he. I think at one point he was like, "What? Be like a journalism professor?" And I'm like, "That's a very respectable job." Yeah, you yeah. Sh you can teach new young writers how to like be good like, journalists. Yeah, those are all. I think I, I I said out loud like those are all respectable. I know. <laughs> I got jobs. really mad because like a lot of I cared very deeply about education and have many friends <laughs> in education, and I'm like, this is not a good look on you, buddy. Especially when you, you seem to be, like, writing failed novels or books. Yeah. Like, solid, you know, consistent. I mean, depending you know, on where you teach or what you're doing, but consistent paycheck. Hey. Yeah, I was like, you know what a teacher has? <laughs> Fucking money. So, calm down. Health insurance, like, <laughs> yeah. dental, like, all that good stuff. And you got a fucking family. Or do you, like... Well, this, it's, You know, this character is... I don't like him. He's very selfish and very, like, dude, come on. like. And he's very... Yeah, he's very... 
He's very interesting because I was like, how bad of a writer are you that you have to move to that town? I'm kidding. I know it's because he like researches <laughs> with the police force and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know where you can write? Anywhere. <laughs> like you didn't have to move, but he did. And then, you know, because they're moving, he goes into the attic. And of course, <laughs> he, like he finds he finds this box with those film reels and an old like fucking like camera where you have to set up all the reels and blah 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 and of course he knows how to run it that you know that's <laughs> there's no scene where he googles like how. yeah yeah because <laughs> wanna... my first thought would be like i don't know how to fucking do this <laughs> yeah i want a realistic movie when he does that yeah you know what's funny about this um and about this guy who is a father my first thought when i saw it was like okay ethan hawk interesting casting i have a hard time seeing ethan hawk as like a dad like he's just I think in part just because, you know, he was like a heartthrob in like the 90s and seeing him play a father doesn't sit well with me because I'm like, he just, there's nothing really, like, I think it's almost like watching like, um. He's not really daddy material. (laughs) He's like zaddy material. Like, uh, (laughs) no, it's like watching, um, like Johnny Depp being a dad in a movie. It's like, I don't believe you're, even though these people are real life fathers, I'm like, I don't buy you being a father because there's nothing about you that feels very like yeah, nurturing or dad like. It just doesn't feel like it. But in a way, it works because of like how selfish he is and how <laughs> like ambitious he is. I'm like, you know, actually perfect casting because I don't believe that you're a f- actual dad and your behavior is not that of an actual father who like, that's cares true. About his that's a good family. point. <laughs> so, I take it back because I think I, I we mentioned Sinister a few weeks back and I was like, why is Ethan Hawke in this movie? And I'm like, oh, no, I get it. But um, yeah, so there's uh, so later on, um, has he watched it yet or so when he found the when he found the box that he because there's a scene where like the the son has like. A night terror, and it's very that's disturbing. after, yeah. Oh, so okay. he starts, so he sets up the film, and he's watching mm-hmm. it, and um, yeah. So he sees the murder tree. <laughs> that's what I called it, <laughs> and you know, so he's seeing all this shit, and in my head, I'm just, and he's, you know, like it's, fu- he's watching people being murdered, so he's like just fucking downing his single malt whiskey, <laughs> and he's just like, I'm like film of murders that would be stupid to turn in (laughs) and then so and then so you know i'm just like what the fuck dude and he goes to another reel and he watches another murder wait can we talk about the cutesy names for the the movies though (laughs) yeah the the hanged family one is called (laughs) hanging out with the family (laughs) yeah and then seemingly innocuous titles or like Family barbecue, and it's like a family being burnt alive. <laughs> yeah, in a car, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. But then, so he's watching, yeah, he's watching these murder movies. And also, I will say, kind of brave watching this found footage in your attic alone at night. I, w- I would never do that. I'd be like, family, we found this movie thing. Let's watch it in broad daylight. And then the second shit went sour, I'm like, we need to get rid of this. There is a demon. <laughs> like the second I see, there's or a demon the or a murderer. I see it is like, which is what part in part what happens because he sees he watches these videos and he calls the police. And I was like, the one time I'm like, call yeah. the cops. I'm like, you need to call the fucking cops. Right? Like this is. Like, I was so being... stoked, and then he <laughs> fucking like, hangs up on him. 
he hangs up because he looks over at the Kentucky blood books he has and he's pride hubris like i need to no i need to do this like like, dude this is out of your league like listen i don't like the police as this podcast has proven but they have got resources that the public pay for that you do not have so maybe (laughs) this guy investigate this shit this guy thinks he's well i guess yeah he thinks he's above doing jobs that he's qualified for like writing medical textbooks or being a teacher but somehow (laughs) thinks (laughs) He can solve this crazy string of murders. Yes. That also, like, um, I mean, he's classic white man. It's just like, you know, you just like, just failing up, basically. He's like, I, I can do this. Failing and it ends up. terribly for him. That's exactly what it is. Because he's, he's, he's lived an entire life. He had one good book and he's just been writing all this shit, not making it. And now he fall, comes upon this terrible terrible box of evidence and decides you know what i'm just gonna keep chasing this because surely i'll be able to just figure out this murder and then and like what so what is what is even your objective because you're gonna write a book about the murders that who are you you're not interviewing anybody you're just gonna watch these it doesn't right. make any sense the point is none of it makes sense like but why he's doing it but he doesn't make sense right but but after this is when we get trevor's first night terror which is mm-hmm. a stunning, creepy shot. I was so like, because it's like a box, like downstairs, is like moving. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. What's yeah, the like, bo- like, What's I, the box? <laughs> yeah, he's just, and he's he's on edge. But I feel like my, my immediate okay. thought was, well, I did not move with a live anything in a box. So I'm concerned terribly. <laughs> But he's just like, and then he doesn't get terribly close to it. And then we get like, it opens up and Trevor just like weird contortionists, like bends backwards out of it and then just starts screaming. And I didn't, I didn't realize who it was. I didn't know it was Trevor, like the son. I was like, what? I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Because in the, the, the dad's reaction, I didn't, because I didn't realize it was his son. I was like, what the fuck? He's running towards this thing to hold it. Like, don't make that thing up. Like, I was like, oh, that's his fucking son. Like, he was having a night terror, which seems to be something that he's um, experienced before. So, you know, he's fine, I guess, the next right, morning. Yeah. Like, ugh. But um, as as he's investigating this stuff, so I don't know if we mentioned it. Because the, the thing that sh- he's been drawn to this house because of the murders. But it's important to note that. Family's been killed, but one family member is missing. It's a little girl named Stephanie who just. Yeah. No evidence. And as he's investigating it, I think he realizes that other families that have been killed in these videos also have missing family members. Like, yeah. The yeah. kids aren't. Yeah, there's one. They, they all had. They all were. Um, yeah. The family was killed, but then the child in the family was goes missing and they there's no evidence of what's happened to them. Um, I also like, this is an aside, not to any plot, but the music, the sound design, when he's mm -hmm. watching the horror movies, like the murders are so good. Like for the most part, was the music like, cause these are like old timey, sorry, um, videos. 
was the music supposed to be coming from the video or is that just I don't think so because like when when like the things would the reel would go out and it just be you know like running and clicking with no image in place the Mm -hmm. music would still slowly fade out instead of like a hard cutoff like it was with the movie oh okay I felt like (laughs) I thought it was playing with it and I was like so he so the demon mixed the music everything on (laughs) damn yeah (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a one man he's a one man production team yeah (laughs) uh yeah it's insane i do and it's like the music if if you like rewatch it during not so much the first one like it's kind of spooky and atmospheric but it realistically is like it's not that spooky it's only spooky because of the subject matter if you were to like if i were to take that music and just play it for you you'd be like this is Mm -hmm. like this is some shit becky's playing in her yoga studio like it's it's just it's pretty mm-hmm. chill and atmospheric. It's uh, it was a very interesting parallel to what I was watching. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was interesting. And I, I I guess it was done well enough that I felt like it was part of the video cuz like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes way more. <laughs> that makes so much more sense than what I thought happened. <laughs> but I thought the demon was like a pretentious film student who just like right. Was, like, yeah, he's like films like <laughs> I like, like what the fuck is this? I don't watch this. <laughs> I like that this man, like you know, is just spending all of his day, like he's getting day drunk, just watching these murders, trying to piece it all together. First of all, that shows you that he's a terrible detective. Because wouldn't you want your wits about you? It's not like I've never once gotten shit faced and been like, "This is the time to solve a murder." I know. I mean, yeah. it's just. Me. I don't think I've gotten drunk. And decided to do anything serious like this is when i work on my thesis it's like no probably not now like <laughs> this is not the time to do any research of anything because i'm right. not gonna understand and, you know, anything i'm reading <laughs> and it's crazy because i mean like this is like the movie came out in 2012 right and so mm-hmm. it happens around then let's so then he at one point He's Googling, he just Googles, like, 1998 murder and finds videos still. Like, what what shit from 1998, if it wasn't, like, a major, like, you know, like, the OJ shit. You can, like, find clips of the Bronco chase, right, on the highway, on YouTube. But, like, who's Googling these random string of murders and they're getting picked? I was like, he got... Also, like, you have to do a lot of, like, dark web, I feel like searching of like that kind of stuff like typically it's not i mean you can definitely see people getting murdered on the internet because like it's the internet but it's not like a simple google search (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you 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 very clearly (laughs) tried to find this and then like all these things like several days this has been going on for a couple days like him just watching Mm -hmm. these things and then at one point he i think it is interesting that a lot of this does, like, shit happens at night, but a good bit of it starts taking place during the day. Yep. And I'm pretty sure this happens during the day, and he hears footsteps, and he goes upstairs into the attic, and he finds a scorpion. And I'm like, what, what kind of, are you guys, like, in Arizona or Australia? Like, Yeah, what the I was fuck? like, aren't you guys, like, you guys feel like you're in, like... Someplace like the the southeast. I saw a scorpio. It was like weird. Like, yeah. what's that doing here? <laughs> and then, a scorpion. I mean, oh, it, never mind. It is a little at night because I wrote that we, he see he moves the box. 
he finds um a snake also and he falls through like he's freaking out and he falls through <laughs> the ceiling <laughs> and i'm just like man this guy's like brave as fuck and then like you know the paramedics show up and then the nice police officer you know uh-huh. just like and he's just like i'm fine like we all we all just randomly fall through <laughs> we all fall through the ceiling but have you seen that tiktok though of that one girl and her mom falls through like the ceiling no it's literally this, like girl is like um i think she was making a tiktok or like a video of herself like she's a singer and she was like practicing or something or filming herself like doing a self tape and her mom literally falls through the attic <laughs> like oh my and she God. catches it as the mom's like leg just like goes through the fucking ceiling. that's shitty but so amazing <laughs> but also like how lucky are you that you caught that on tape like uh, <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Her mother's doing well. Thank you. If you're wondering, thank God, she's alive. alive. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and like so, the next day, thinking of feet made me think of squirrel feet (laughs) because because (laughs) this scene is really funny. No, it was so great because you know, like the cop that wanted that, uh, and Officer So and So, he is Mm -hmm. known lovingly throughout the rest of the film, but uh, and this is like when Elson start like he's losing his shit. And he's just like, yo, things are happening in this house, and I don't really believe. And you know, the guy's just like, you know, I think, I think it was just squirrel feet you were hearing. There's no way a person was up there. It was just squirrel feet running around on the on the on the in the attic. And it's just so delightful, like because they paint this cop to be like kind of dopey, which is yeah, I think like hilarious. a dopey like hometown like deputy. Like even at one point, um, Ellison's like. Oh, I saw a snake, and he's like, "Snake don't have feet." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Yeah, it definitely wasn't a snake," and it's like, you know, kind of serious too. He's just like, "Snake don't have feet," so uh, rule that out. <laughs> it's like it's doing really great detective work, like this cat, right? Power deduction. But the, but this is when they set up their relationship because he's like, you know, I noticed in all your books and the uh, he goes, you know, in that that part of the book where you thank people, and Ellison's like the acknowledgements and he's like yeah you know there's always a thank you to deputy so-and-so for helping me out it's like well you know if you need someone to help you out i'll help you out there i don't know why he did that but uh he didn't do that (laughs) but he's italian yeah deputy so-and-so but after this scene because when he was in the attic that's when he found the like lid or something it looked like the top of a Scrabble box or something or like a game board thing. And that's when he saw mm-hmm. like stick figure drawings of each of the murders, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and then that's when he saw there was this new stick figure. And as he was analyzing like the tapes, he thought he would see faces in them. And that's when he finds it, it's lovingly referred to as Mr. Boogie and Mr. Boogie is present in all of the murders and then he goes back through all of the films and he s- finally sees Mr. Boogie in all of them. Yeah, and that Mr. Boogie um on top of that I think he notices as well like a symbol. Yeah. That's in like the 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 scenes as well. So that I think that's when he's prompted to um uh that's when the deputy refers him to this professor and expertise is the occult cuz when he sees a symbol he's like <laughs> the deputy's like that looks like an occult symbol. Like, yeah. the occult is just like capital O occult. I'm like, that's just what? This, 
Okay, sure. <laughs> the occult. <laughs> so he, he reaches out to this professor guy and he's like, this is what we first find out about Bagul. Bagul. Um, Bagul. And um, he's like, yeah, it's like it's ancient, like, pagan deity named Bagul. He's like, a, you know, the eater of children or whatever. And like, you know, legend has it that he kills an entire family and then takes one of the children in order to like eat their soul. And they start thinking, okay, like maybe these murders are part of some sort of like um, cult-like initiation type thing that's been happening. But the thing that's but that stands out in the murders is that one of them goes as far back as the '60s, which should have been the first like red flag. Like this is definitely supernatural. Like you think there's like a seventy-year-old man just like <laughs> orchestrating these very elaborate because they're elaborate murders. They're not just like oh he just like kills a family. It's like very like um well they also get like, like this, this demon loves pizzazz you know well it, um allison also finds out like there was like toxicity reports right because at this point deputy so-and-so like comes in and says hey you know i saw your office like i actually have a degree in like criminology i'm not an idiot it's like so if you need if you want me to help you i have to be in the know and then so mm-hmm. that's when he's like coming back. And that, he was the dude, deputy so-and-so convinced him to reach out to that professor. And then he was like, and also like these, like, I think this person was like drugging people. So you don't have to be that strong. Because that's when he was like, this person would be in their 70s. And he's like, well. Oh, right. Okay. 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 That explains it, I suppose. But there's also on top of all of this, there's lots of happening within the family. Like. Trevor goes to school. He gets in trouble because he's drawn like pictures of people being hanged with like permanent marker on the on the dry erase board. Which I'm like, ugh, gosh, like what a fucking bad kid. Um, I remember that happened to like a substitute who did that by accident, and we thought it was so <laughs> funny because it was terrible kids. We're like, oh shit, you dummy! Like you just wrote with like a sharpie, like dumb bitch. Like <laughs> so mean about it. But he does that. The daughter is starting to like. She, we, we established she likes to paint and she's like allowed to paint on her walls, but just in her bedroom. But she's starting to like paint some weird shit too that I feel like people, is not being picked up on quickly enough. Is this when we like, we, at one point we do see her with like some really disturbing images on her wall well, at before this point, she paints, before she paints in the rest of the house though, right? Yeah. Well, I think at this point in the movie, we see, it's like, well, why or are she, you- At the very least she's painted- Stephanie, she's painted a little girl. Yeah, and she's like, and then she painted something else, and then it was like, well, why did you do this here? And then she said, oh, because this was like that wasn't her room, so I have to do it in here. And like at this point, we had right. seen visions of the ghost kids. Like when he was pulled down from the ceiling, he had like his phone camera out, and then there was pictures of little ghost hands pulling him down right yeah so then okay yeah but because of this and then we get the scene when it's just like why are you drawing this blah 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 and she looks over and like the ghost girl is sitting there like next to her painting in the room that she just did mm-hmm. but at this point this is when tracy fucking finds out that they live in a haunted house and she right because it's when because the little girl explains like oh i painted it here because my my room was her brother's room and like oh yeah this is like the family that like daddy's writing his book about and yeah Oof. and she she justifiably loses her shit yes yes 
Much like Katie Namika. I was just like, yo, what the fuck were you thinking doing these things? Yeah, it's totally justified because she's, I mean, naturally, she's like, you brought our kids into this. And her, a big thing for her, too, before all this started was like, you know, keep your office door locked. Like, I don't want the kids reading or or, or seeing the stuff you're, you're doing because it's like pretty grisly. It's a true crime writer. It's like grisly fucking stuff. And I mean, aside from just like the fact that you brought us to this, you lied and brought us to this house that where someone was murdered. It's like the kids are obviously being negatively affected by it. Of course, she doesn't know it's supernatural, but like the kids are definitely like from her point of view are their brains are being warped from this shit. So she's like freaking out. And I would, I think honestly, if I was the mom, I think in that moment I would have taken my kids and left and like, I'm going, like, I need to leave. I can't be here. Like, (laughs) Well, yeah, this is, and this is actually the point in the movie when it's like when Tracy's going on, it's like, you need to, like, you can do anything else to provide for this family. And he's like, what? Like teaching? It's like, yeah, bitch, teaching. (laughs) What are you telling me that I should use my education degree and like teach people? I'm like, yes, you dumbass. Yeah, go teach. <laughs> but what if I wanted to use it instead of fixing sentences? I fix people's lives by solving true crime. And they're like, that's a hell of a leap you just made. Or write mystery novels. Like if you like true crime, you don't have to investigate true crime. You can just write true crime. Yeah. Novel, like, why don't like you fiction. just why don't you just do what every great writer does when they write a series of books? write one good one and then the other six are just copies with slightly different subject matter this guy and so he must be a terrible author if he didn't pick up on that (laughs) he's really bad i think he he like i think he might be like um like a dan brown dan brown the guy who wrote like the da vinci code like just like you wrote one really good ish book and everyone loved and then you wrote other ones and we realized how shitty you are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> pretty quickly like oh this guy's not, he's actually not a good writer he also just lies and says things are real that didn't well, happen because <laughs> shit start like he ends up getting i don't like he wakes up or gets no he shows up to it's night again crazy shit's going on and he like at this point he was like trying to get rid of the no he's not yet he goes up to the attic and then mm-hmm. the cameras, he because he hears the camera going and he's like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, clearly supernatural camera and he hasn't ditched it yet. And then it's all of the ghost kids watching the horror films. And then oh, fucking yeah. Bagul shows up and then he, like, falls down the ladder. And then so. He, like, oh, yeah. We're, we're, aren't these like the. No, wait, no. That's this is later. Never mind. Continue. Sorry. Yeah, and then I don't know if he goes back up later or if he waits until day. I can't remember. But he goes up. He somehow gets the camera and he starts setting it on fire because that'll mm-hmm. that'll do it. And then so Tracy's like, "What?" He's like, "We need to leave this house now. We are leaving." And so everyone's, you know, like they're quite. It's like. Trevor's like, what about all of our stuff? We'll we'll send movers, don't worry. Like, let's leave. We're going back home. And then, of course, he's speeding the fuck out. And then the cop that came up to the house that hates him in the beginning is like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm taking your advice and leaving town and never looking back. And the cop goes, you promise? And I was like, what is up with everyone making Ellison promise things? Because he's <laughs> notorious at not keeping his promises. Yeah, notorious at this point and also like the cop does this weird thing he's like has anyone bullied you out of town like 
tell me if someone bullied you out of town. It's like, oh, yeah, he was trying you, to be. You kind of did in the beginning. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's like in case there's ever like a deposition that goes out and is made public, I need it to be known that I made sure I took care of you as a resident of this town. It has to be shown that I, I like really like rolled out the red carpet, welcome wagon, like. If you could just fill out the survey real quick and tell me what your experience was like in this town, that'd be great. (laughs) Uh, So Um, so they go back to the new to their old house, which I understand why they had to leave it because it's fucking huge and like it's like a mansion. Yeah. Because he says it earlier, he's like, we couldn't afford the old house, so we had to sell it, and we had to move to this like cheap house because a murder happened in it, so it was really cheap. But yeah, no, this house is like. It's like it's floor to ceiling, like windows, like a giant fireplace. It's like a manor. Yeah. <laughs> so we know he's bad with money. Cause like, <laughs> why? Why do you all have to live? Four Dude. people live in this giant house. He's bad with money. He's bad with words. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Tracy. Like he should have divorced this man years ago. Cause he's trash. Um, but he's like there, and when they when they're moving too, he keeps getting calls from deputy so and so, but he keeps like ignoring it. And I'm like, bro answer the fucking phone like this is important i'm sure (laughs) well like and also like the they left the case the last thing they like figured out is that the families that had been murdered in the movies like Mm -hmm. they had subsequently like moved into the house where like they lived in the house where the previous murder was and then moved out of it Right. So. So it's like a chain of yeah. like, you know, like situations. So he, um, late one night, and again, it's like everything happens. Like he's, he watches all this shit late at night. He gets a call from like the professor. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay. So he was able to do more research and like, uh, the, he through looking for like the symbol that shows up in these movies. He's like, yeah, like these early Christians or whatever believe that. Um, the images of the ghoul are like a gateway. And when ki- children come into contact with these images, that's how they get possessed, right? So, you know, back back in the olden days, it was like frescoes. Now it's like Super 8 movies. <laughs> like, yeah. The ghoul is like, he just get with he the keeps times. up with the times. He's like, <laughs> he's like, now he's on like TikTok. Like he's like really. Dude, you're just <laughs> killing everybody. But then he's like, like so good. <laughs> but like deputy so and so finally reaches him and it's like super late at night and he's just like dude I figured it out that um all of these you know the people like that lived in the house of the previously murdered they were then murdered when they moved so when you moved you sped up the chain or like the timeline of events and yes. then so you're just like, oh, you dumb piece of shit. I was so mad at Ellison. I was like, you shouldn't have moved there. And then you shouldn't have left. Yeah, you should just like stay there forever and just be tormented. Right. By a demon in but your then, house. But he's drinking something, probably whiskey again. And then you see there's like, it's like fluorescent in the bottom of the cup. Oh, wait, before that, though, remember he, um, after the call, he finds another box with like the box oh of yeah get. you're right and yeah, he's like oh extended shit. endings yeah it's like the director's cut like he gets the director's <laughs> cut of Bagul's movie i love Bagul. he's so t- he's an auteur he like gets the <laughs> director's cut of Bagul. and through watching that we finally see oh it's the kids the kids are possessed and of course and they he are sets doing it up. the murders 
I, I still can't believe he set it up to watch like all this shit. Like he burned like, it and left I it at put another that shit house. Across the room. Like I'm not watching this shit. Like, but, but yeah, you see got all him. the kids. All the kids do the fucking. They do the murder and they go to the camera and do like a the like Kubrick stare and they're like, shh, don't tell anybody. Like mm, it's a secret and like that and then they just and they disappear like in each of them. So it's like, oh fuck. And that's when he like goes back to his tea and there's like some green shit in it. Yeah, that's and there's it. a note that's like, "LOL, Daddy" or something like. Yeah. Good night. Oh, good night, Daddy. And then he's like, "Oh," and he bests him. And then he like kind of comes to, but can't move or talk. And then he's just like everyone in the family. Well, everyone, you know, like Tracy and Trevor, they're tied up and they're ba- like they're bound and gagged. But he's the only one that's kind of conscious, and you only really see him. And then you see her coming with an axe. And you're just like, oh my god, this child, yeah. this yeah. child is gonna. There's no need. There's no BT hole. Just one giant head hole. Yeah, because the the camera is trained on his head, so it's like, oh, she's she's going for the for the neck. And then, <laughs> and then you know, like, so hers, like, you know, she's filming the whole thing too, because that's their mo. And it's called like house painting, and it's just like mm-hmm. then you see. Like, just shots in that Super 8 film of just the walls covered in blood. In, like, and you're like, she, not even like real art, just, well, she kind of like made like unicorns out of blood in some places. And you're like, this is what the fuck. And well, I'm thinking the logistics of that, right? Because, like, um, it's a big house and she's painting all over. It's not just like in the room it happened. It's like all over. So I'm like, so did you like put the blood in a pan and then you're walking around or like, are you painting a little bit and then you have to run back and get more daddy's blood and have to go back to like a minute and go back and like you have to keep running back and forth to finish your painting. Because it oh runs out. You only put so much on your fingers before it gets like sticky and stuff. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. I would like to have seen like a painter's like a like, like a like, whole rig, <laughs> yeah. Or like you know your house that you painted your house like a room. And yeah, you have the little like thing the with tray. the roller. Yeah, I would like to see her maybe like with that. It, it I no, me. I conversely wanted the stereotype <laughs> of like the pa- the wooden palette that has the hole for your thumb to go through, and she just uh, has different splotch. Like this is daddy, and this is mom, and this. <laughs> and is she has tra- a beret. And, like, yeah, a smock, and she's like, <laughs> and Bagul's just like Ugh, terrible execution. <laughs> he's just like standing by and he's just like tilting his head like I see it he's like I get it I think I get it what you're doing here <laughs> and then yeah <laughs> like oddly yeah oddly her like blood splatter painting was so expressive and then her like in the box lid where she drew the murder like the stick figure murders I'm like you did all of that blood painting but you can't fucking draw good stick figures <laughs> what a loser I know <laughs> how did you like and then of course it ends with like but like her going into the camera world, which is Bagul's realm, and mm-hmm. the kids all like they see Bagul and get scared and run away, and then we end with like it's just a shot of the empty hallway. And then Bagul jumps scaring at the very end. Did you hate that because you I... you hate jump scares so much? I hate jump scares so much, but I especially hate jump scares like that. Because it's like, it breaks the fourth wall. So he's like, I see the audience. It's like very stupid. It's like <laughs> like a jump scare that scares the... I, I'm willing to put up with a jump scare that's supposed to scare the 
the um, people in the movie. The people in the movie, and, and, and by and by, you know, just by effect, like I'm afraid. But I hate when movies end with like, now I'm jumping the camera. It's like, okay, we just saw someone murder a little girl, murder her whole family. That was scary. You don't have to like top it off with you like in my face. Like, it's like, like it's so stupid. Well, that was it though. Yeah, I yeah. this when I was watching it, I'm like, Sonique is gonna hate this. I hated it. I hate it. It's so rude. Um, but yeah, I think it was a. It's a good boogeyman movie, that's for sure. Right, yeah. I like a good boogeyman, you know. I was trying to think of... You said boogeyman, and don't worry. Never mind, don't worry about it. Um. Anyway, <laughs> okay. what would you... If this... I was trying to think. I think a lot of uh, the movies... I think this is more so as it has the more newer movies we watch, you know, like with the classics, it's more easy to be like, if this was a black movie, mostly because there's not a lot of diversity in the cast. Well, I mean, there was also like no diversity in this cast. Like the, uh, one of the EMTs that Ellison talked to after he fucking ate shit and fell out of the attic. (laughs) Um, albeit being dragged by ghost children, but still, (laughs) um, but so like, I think that was like the one, like, black person we see or like any minority person so of course i mean and you know it's focused on a family oh one of the kid colors uh, kid killers i mean their last name is martinez so Uh, i guess they're vaguely brown (laughs) vaguely brown (laughs) that's that's my favorite casting agency vaguely brown casting (laughs) (laughs) that's if i were a casting agent that's what i would list if I wanted like a, a racially ambiguous person, I would just I would just mark them as I we're, we're searching for vaguely brown talent. <laughs> do oh, with man. that what you want. <laughs> well, if this was a vaguely brown movie, how do you think it would change? When I, I was thinking about, I don't know, because I feel I don't well, know. So, okay, so one thing I don't like about horror movies. The one, like one of the few things I dislike about horror movies, is the unrealistic depiction of kids. And I, I, you know what? Maybe it's not unrealistic. Maybe those are just white kids. I mean, I'm not around a lot of white kids. So I don't fucking know what they think and what they do. I know black children know what they do. I don't like the trope where kids are being contacted by demons or ghosts, and they're just they accept okay with it. it. Like, I have a hard time believing that as for children, but especially for black kids, like just kind of like yeah, they're just like. A demon. I think especially if the demon was like white, like a little white girl. I think <laughs> a little black girl, like Bobby, there's like a little white girl who's in my room. Like she would tell you, like, there's this like weird white girl in my room. I don't know where she came from. Like it wouldn't just be accepted, like, oh, this is Stephanie. Stephanie told me that her parents were naughty, so then she had to kill them. It's always like, oh, 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 oh darn it. I don't even know. No, black kids are black. Mama, like, there's a white girl in my room. Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I know so, I would have like mommy there's a white boy in my room. I don't know why he's here. Alright. So then so then uh so then black Tracy mom would have found out about the house being haunted a little sooner. I'm she would know someone died there sooner because she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, there's a little white girl, she said. There's a little white girl, she said I mean, daddy like, writing the book about also, her family. <laughs> also, like the mom wasn't in the like a part of the house buying process at all. She wasn't aware of any I feel like 
I would, because, you know, like, most places, or, like, you Google the address, and if you just Google the address, not, like, Zillow the address, you're going to find news reports about that town and that house. So that mom tried her hardest to not know anything. I feel like she, again, another racial component, I think she falls into kind of, like, I think the trope of, like, the... Kind of just, like, the white house mom who just, like housewife like my my husband just will take care of it and i'm just gonna we're just moving and i guess we're moving like it's kind of like that attitude of like no girl like what is this <laughs> right like, what what is this how like i feel like she's not asking any questions because she wasn't working was she just at she's a stay-at-home mom wasn't she like she didn't i think mean, she had a job that was my impression because they didn't say otherwise which is another thing with i think there's a racial difference too and i think it's because i mean if we can get into the whole like issue of racism and class and how like it's kind of like how, you know, back in the 70s and like second wave feminism, it was like, let's get the women in the workplace. But if you were black or brown, you're like, we've been in the workplace. Like, this is new for you. Like, we've yeah. always been working because we've had to work. I think like <laughs> she falls into like that, I think, case of white woman who like, I guess has always lived a comfortable life and never thought she had to work because your husband is not able to support the family, but you continue to just stay at home. I'm like, girl, go get a job. <laughs> man this man is not capable of doing anything you have to do this and i feel like <laughs> if that was a black woman she'd be like well gonna go down to the piggly wiggly i guess and go get a job because yeah do you, you also think do anything i like how <laughs> this is the first movie in a while where like the characters at their core would have been like treated things drastically different like ellison i mean i think like my dad like, you know, it's like if we needed money as a family, he's like, all right, I'm working longer hours or I have to get a second job. Like my dad knew my dad's like, we need money and I have to work. That's how I get money. So it's like yeah. if Tracy was like, what are you going to do, teach? And he's like, damn, that's a good idea. I might. <laughs> they act like privileged people who like it's out of the realm of possibility that like, hey, this thing's not working. We need to find another way to like support ourselves it's like this <laughs> which i feel like it's just a very like uniquely <laughs> privileged white person thing of like i have to follow my dreams it's like okay that's <laughs> cute i love that for you oh my god you have dreams like mm, this is adorable but you need to put food on the table <laughs> and i can imagine this is like, the attitude of a man who like parents paid for college probably like you're right you're not really thinking like the rest of us right. who have like loans and shit like no nah, i need to get a fucking job because i think right like now. Like, if this were to happen to me, or, like, any any of, like, the black gentlemen in my life that I know personally, like, they, I mean, a very similar thing. Like, they, they have very realistic expectations of workforce and dreams and the possibility of maybe not attaining them. And he'd be like, dude, yeah. he'd be like, I sold this book. Fuck. I should use this to get a professorship where I will be stable. <laughs> And then I can continue to write on top of a professor's salary. And then if my book bombs, who cares? Because <laughs> I have a job. Or at the very least, I'm going to milk the shit out of the one book that was successful. I'm not going to just be like, ah, first book was successful. I must continue to greatness. It's like, listen, we, as, as black people, we also know that this shit is quick. It's like, you have to jump on the success you have now and fucking work the shit out of it. Because sometimes it's not <laughs> going to be like longevity sometimes it's like i made money from this one book i'm gonna make sure i invest this shit i'm gonna make sure i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna do the, like the, the 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 talking circuit doing ted talk you know you're gonna fucking right. be enterprising because we live in a system that works against us so you fucking figure out how to like be as enterprising as possible 
<laughs> so your kids don't starve, okay? So I All guess the dreams. So Talk I about get, dreams. <laughs> so I guess this can also be summed up that the movie would have, in a in a major sense, not have happened. <laughs> Would any of these movies happen if Black people were in it? It wouldn't yeah. happen. Like, <laughs> isn't it cool? Isn't it funny though, too, that the the over the over like arching thing in our like hot black takes on movies is that there's just an added sense of logic, and you're just like, I would not do this thing. Movie done. <laughs> it's almost as if funny, like you exist in a system that like terrorizes you you kind of have a little bit more savvy about how things go and it could it maybe the whole though the real secret to this entire podcast the reason why we're not in more important movies is because we we don't act like this like it, it wouldn't work because we just don't you watch a if you watch a horror movie like this a black family same movie i watch and i'm like black people don't act like this this is stupid like we don't do that Yo, Sonique, how you been? Oh, you know, um, I saw like a shadowy figure in my my bedroom last night, so I just called my mom to come over with her church friends, and we got that taken care of. And then it'd be like, yeah, and if it was there night two, we moved immediately. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, you know, Evan thought about buying a Ouija board. (laughs) Oh, you know, the other day, um. Damon was talking about, you know, my son Damon was talking about how he saw some ghosts, but it's fine though, because like we went, we just prayed on it. He's all right. Like it wasn't that serious, but it was like a, it was a little scary the first day, the first couple of days it was kind of scary. But we're like, oh, okay. Oh, the other day, yeah, no, Keisha was talking about she saw some little white girl in the house. And I was like, white girl, like this is a black family. What's she doing in this house? So we took care of it immediately because there ain't gonna be no white people in this house. I know that that I'm not aware of. must be a ghost must be a demon (laughs) the the only yeah the only logical explanation oh listen i have one white person in this apartment at all times if i see any other white man in this house i'm like that's a demon that's what's he doing here i didn't invite him in this house (laughs) i need to know all white people in my house and i have one he's accounted for and that's all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i have them yeah it's like any white person comes in they have to sign they have to sign the register book the sign in and T- out time in and out <laughs> so i'm gonna see another one i can know something's up because shoot i even got santa claus signing in and out too like you need to has <laughs> caucasian logs going back to like 2005 <laughs> Yes, yeah, passed on for generations. You know, uh, yeah. Further back, in fact. I was like. about, this is a terrible comparison, but I was just like, it's like Brett Kavanaugh has his calendars. I have my white person w- registry. My white person registry. So if and that, it also covers your ass because if anything pops off, they're like, oh, where were you on the night of someone? I said I was right. What night you said? Okay, um, August 15th, I was in this home with two white women, one named Hillary, one named Maggie. Okay, you can <laughs> those, call them. Those I names, have an alibi, bitch. Those names <laughs> Read the logbook. Those names check out, Sneak. <laughs> you're good to go. Right. Like, excuse me, officer. Can you please sign the book as you yeah, leave? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I need you to sign the guest book. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's amazing. I think that bit went long enough. That was a good bit. That was a good bit. And it (laughs) needs to be done now. 
yeah. If there are any black listeners out there, if you don't have a white person logbook, get one. Like, start one immediately. You can buy them on the uh, We Die First Etsy shop. Now, Etsy's too. too. If we ever get merch that we have to make that. If we ever got, I really wanted to surprise you and make a shirt that was just like our logo and it said Spooky Bitch. Yes. Because I figured that, you know, that's applicable. People like Spooky Bitches. It's okay. I black out while we pa- we record this anyway, so you can still surprise me. I would forget. I'll forget you even said that. Dope. <laughs> right on. Well, that was sinister, though, guys. That oh, we liked yeah. it. Yeah, it was a fun journey. Yeah, sorry, sorry, we missed a movie this month that was on me. Had some things to deal with, but I'm so excited about next month. Um, I guess we can figure out what movies we wanted do still but either way i think you guys are going to be really excited i think i have faith that we're going to come up with some really really stellar um choices i'm stoked yeah if you have any burning desires for any halloween classics feel free to get an ointment for that yeah get an ointment bitch you nasty (laughs) or (laughs) or if you don't have money for topical creams then you can send us some topical memes uh, that just rhymed don't send us memes but send us suggestions for any like movies that. <laughs> thank you send <laughs> us uh, any ideas via the twitter or the instagram and then mm-hmm. it, like let us know if you would want to buy a spooky bitch t-shirt like i'll make a couple i'll send them out yeah if you guys want like yeah or like yeah. um for every, t- I'm not gonna make any. I'm not gonna make any promises. Actually, yeah, let's stick with that yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we can do that. Like, oh, you know. Yeah. For every <laughs> every T-shirt bought, I will personally tell Ben Shapiro to fuck off. <laughs> yes, he's listening. And he's listening. So that's one. So somebody and has you to can buy get a shirt. T-shirt, Ben Shapiro. You fuck can't. You. We'll send you a a crop though, a crop top. Wait, no, we can char- charge it. Charge him higher. Oh, yeah. charge him higher for the. Keep whispering. I don't want him to hear this part. He can't hear this part. Charge him more. Let's charge him like $90,000 because he's a piece of shit. And he's stupid. He paid the money for it, too. What a fucking idiot. Oh, sorry. That was full voiced. He heard that one. You rich idiot. You rich idiot. Oh, God. God, I hope one day someone calls me a rich idiot. Oh, God. Oh, God. Best insult. When you make it. Rich. You rich idiot. <laughs> I am rich, thank you. Um yeah, but I think it's I think we can sign off, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned, guys. Um thanks for ongoing support and um later spooky bitches. Spooky bitches. Spooky bitches.